the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome 2018. You are listening to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric Ilofsky. I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry about 27 years. Uh, Currently in Northern California, area manager for Essex Mortgage. And I run the beautiful loan center here in Northern California. But the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table or the conference room table with you, whether you're a first-time home buyer or maybe you're that uh, seasoned investor, maybe you're buying that first commercial property, this is what I live to do. Now, those of you that are new to the show, we're celebrating this is going to be our sixth year on air. We've started on a little uh, station up in the Sacramento area and continuously have grown and grown our footprint, all because of you, the listeners, um, just the questions that we get. The information that we provide, uh, there is a need out there. I started the show. Um, you had me thinking as, wow, how interesting and how fun can a show about mortgages be? Well, we try to make it fun. I started the show just after the downturn and my sheer frustration about what I was hearing in the national media about real estate was a terrible investment. Uh, banks were evil. You were never going to see your equity back again. And I wanted to provide an outlet for you, the consumer, to listen, call, text, um, track me down somehow, uh, and ask questions. Uh, we all live in California, right? How many of us, raise your hand, not if you're driving, know a real estate agent or a lender? They're everywhere. Some of them are good. Some of them are not so good. And everybody, all of them love to give you advice. But I will tell you this. If you don't live and breathe this industry, especially these days, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you're going to miss something. So the first homework assignment I have for all of you is to go to Facebook. I know you've got a page. Uh, Search Real Life Lending Radio. Hit like, follow us. You'll be able to listen to past shows. Give us uh, ideas, maybe a show topic, ask questions. We also have our text line heard throughout Northern California. You can get a hold of us. It's 916 806-0606. 806-0606. Real easy, real easy. 916-806-0606. Or you can go to reallifelending.com. Text questions. Ask us. We're here to help. Uh, today in studio, Mr. Jesse Heineman. Hi, Jesse. Happy New Year. Eric, Happy New Year. Great to be here. Excited for 2018. It is. You know, it's been a while. We actually took a few weeks off for the holiday, for Christmas and New Year's, and I, I kind of miss being here in the in front of the mic and you know there's been a lot going on we had a tax bill that, that came up and was passed that we're going to talk about a little bit later first of all how was your christmas and new year you got how many kids do you have you have quite a few yeah we got four running around <laughs> and definitely a handful the ages are a lot of fun you know it's six seven eight nine yeah so i don't like to space it out at all so <laughs> just get it done get it done get, you it know, get it done get it over with you know pay for four colleges at the same time um, or just convince two of them not to go to college. That's so. a loan officer mentality. Yeah. <laughs> What's the biggest picture here? Um, but anyway, you know, good year last year. Last year was absolutely 
I think, crazy. It was probably one of the busiest in my career. Would you say the same about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 2016, we find ourselves saying, oh, man, 2017, how, how's it going to top 2016? Right. Uh, from a real estate industry perspective. Sure. And it did. Like, 2017 far exceeded, I think, what, what was even the expectations early on in the year. And yeah, I, I don't think – it wasn't like a gangbusters like you saw in 13, but this, it was steady. Yeah. You know, and, and people kind of realized that, hey – Things were changing after the election last year, that the economy is booming regardless of what you hear or where your loyalties lie. We are in a better place. Uh, and they know, I think they have, a, everybody's realizing we have a window, you know, as the economy improves. Well, maybe our interest rates, I've been listening to Eric for six years. He says interest rates are rising. Are they finally going to come true? I mean, kind of the same mentality. Yeah. I think that uh, we got a great opportunity. And one of the things that this show is about is, number one, later on in the show, we're going to go over some of the biggest hurdles that people have or fear they have about uh, why they're not buying real estate or why they're still renting. We're going to address those. Um, a little bit about Essex Mortgage. Uh, we've been in business. This is our 31st year. Uh, we fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. Doesn't make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. Um, we fund everything in-house. We are a direct lender. We are not a middleman. We are all employees of the bank. Uh, but most importantly, we look at ourselves as educators. And this is one of the things why the show, I think, is so successful. Our job is to find out where our starting point is, where you're at today, where you want to get to, and find the path of least resistance and overcome all those objections of why you're still renting. I really want to make 2000 18, the last year, <clears throat> you're paying your landlord's mortgage. Even if you're renting, you're paying a mortgage. Right, Jesse? It's just yeah. not yours. I mean, I think the homework assignment that I would love to just give everyone okay. is go around and see how many people tell you they wish they'd never bought that property 10, 20, 30 years ago. You know, you just, you don't hear they it. Won't find you know, it. you find, yeah. you know, you're talking to your grandpa, you're talking to your dad and, you know, it's always that, man, I wish I bought that property right. 20 years ago or 30 years ago. But rarely do you ever hear anyone say, man, I really you know, shot myself in the foot when I bought that house 30 years ago. No, I, and maybe if you bought the house three years ago during the boom and your rate adjusted and everything else, we get that. Yeah, but that I was get that. was a whole different time in the industry. But, but you mentioned, you know, you rarely hear people regret buying a piece of real estate that at least hold it. It's, it's, it's not a quick get rich scheme. No. You know, regardless of what you see on late night TV, it's not a get rich quick scheme. Some of those ideas that are applied, you know, flipping worked and you can make money in any real estate market. That's the, let me say that again. You can make money in any real estate market. Would you agree? Cause Jesse, you're a loan officer. I we're going to let everybody tell you, I want you to talk about your, your history and how you got to be a loan officer. Cause I think it's really important for people that are listening, whether you're in your car or sitting on your table on your couch at home, Jesse was just like you, right? Yeah, no, you know, started out in college, uh, was going to school for a business, real estate, uh, as well as construction management, mm -hmm. and, you know, grew up the son of a general contractor and, you know, loved that aspect of it, of just, you know, how a house is put together, you know, all the mechanics of it. Um, realized I was a horrible drawer, so I, I never, you know, got to become <laughs> an architect or, right. or anything along that. So I went the construction management route, uh, you know, those that can't do manage, right? Right, there you go, <laughs> so, manage others. And, um, but then I started doing investment purchases for myself and, you know, I was, got my real estate license back in 2009 and was just seeing this, this lack in the industry when it comes to the lending side. Um, it is sales heavy when it comes to uh, the individuals that you find in this industry and business, uh, as right. opposed to being, you know, 
someone who's a true educator right. or knowledgeable, uh, you know, very similar to like a CPA or, you know, an attorney. Obviously, yeah, they're not selling you a product. No. They're, they're showing options. Yeah. And, you know, they've had to go through years of the schooling, you know, just to, sure. just to grasp every concept and, and, you know, have a knowledge, true knowledge of just real estate and the industry and the financial products that, you know, that they are selling. So that that's where I decided, okay, at that point, you know, I need to be the one on the other side of the table. You know, there's so many people that I feel are just missing uh, really true transparency and understanding what it is that they're they're signing up for or what it is they're applying for or yeah. what is in their best interest. You know, not so much just pushing a particular product, but uh, looking at all aspects of it. So you actually thought you could do a better job. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's what makes, you know, the company the Essex a little bit different is we we look at ourselves as more, all right, let's figure out how to make this work for your particular goals. You know, we're not a big box bank. I use that all the time where you're walking in being sold a product adding a checking account and all these other features that that uh, the large banks have. Not to say that there aren't some great people that work there. I know a lot of them. Uh, however, we just look more at a more in-depth approach. And one of the things that we'll do is we'll, we'll actually get all of your information as if you're already in contract on a house. Uh, those of you that are renting right now, you know, this is the process. We'll get, have you complete an application. We'll gather all your documents. We'll actually sit your file in front of an underwriter before you even start looking at a house. We're going to find out what your payment comfort is. I think that's the most important thing. What are you paying in rent right now? Um, what can you afford to pay? What is your comfortable payment each month? Not how much can I qualify for? How many times you get asked that, Jesse? Oh, all the how much time, can I qualify? Yeah. And then we'll actually underwrite the file as if you're in contract and, and identify any hurdles, problems that may come up during the process. We'll tell you about all the products that are out there, products you qualify for, products you qualify for if we do a little work on credit, uh, down payment assistance options, all those things. We want you to be that consumer that walks into a house and says, all right, this is the price. This is what my payment's going to be. This is what I can expect to pay out of pocket. This is what my closing costs are going to be. Um, this is what Eric and Jesse told me. I'm comfortable making an offer on this house. That's a powerful tool. Yes, yeah. I mean, we're not expecting you to understand every no, in and out. not at all. Of what is you know the product the you know the lending industry in general we we just want to empower you enough exactly. with that confidence and that trust you know that your professional or your lender is really taking care of you and, and guiding you in the right direction. How many of your clients become friends after close? Oh, everyone. <laughs> that's yeah. the point. I mean, that's the that is the telltale sign of a good loan officer. You know what, what makes me? We're just coming after the holidays. I still get Christmas cards from clients that I've 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 helped ten years ago, yeah. and that is a great feeling. But more importantly, Jesse, you've been doing this how long now? Uh, three years now. Three years. He's become you know one of the top uh, loan officers by both reviews and by uh, volume and the amount of people that he's helped. And you know one of the things I wanted Jesse to be here for our kickoff show is because he's somebody that thought he could do a better job than the people he was listening to. And I think that's a great tool. And one of the things I want to make before I forget is we are continuously growing throughout Northern California, actually throughout the, the country. We're going to be in all 50 states by the end of this year. I think we're currently in 23 or 24 states, Jesse. Yeah. If you're a licensed NMLS loan officer or if you have a cousin in another state or somebody that you trust that really has that educational um, 
uh, view of sales, you know, have them give me a call, work with me directly. Uh, 925-203-5808. Um, I know that uh, we, we rarely take calls. We use the text line, but I'm going to open it up tonight. If you're listening and you have a question for Jesse or and I, or if you're an agent and you want to talk about your predictions for 2018, you can call us today at 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. Give us a call with your questions. We're here to help. And some of the things we're going to touch base on, I know Jesse and I are going to touch base on some of the most important things of the tax bill that was passed recently. And we're going to talk about maybe some of the hurdles. If you're sitting there listening, things we've heard that may be an objection of why you're still renting. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric Olofsky. I'm here with Jesse Heineman. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Again, we'd like to welcome all those new listeners for 2018. You can jump on Facebook, go to Real Life Lending Radio, hit like, and follow us, listen to past shows. One of the things I want to mention is we are all of our podcasts for the previous five years used to be on SoundCloud. They now were transferred over to Omni, and that's been done as of late November. Um, that's O-M-N-Y. And uh, I want to I'll actually I'll, I'll get that out on the Facebook page to, to where you can find our podcast. I will have a link on my page, but I just wanted to let you know SoundCloud. There's no new shows being there. So if you have a SoundCloud account, I appreciate it. I know there's about four or five hundred of you that follow us. Please switch over to Omni and I'll have all that information on the Facebook page. So, Jesse, good year last year. We talked about we helped a lot of folks. I know that uh, December is always a huge month and it was a huge month for you. Uh and I could tell because I never saw you. Um, tell me who you helped last month. You know, last month was a very rewarding month. It had a good spectrum of all types, uh, you know, from first-time home buyers mm-hmm. to, you know, FHA Streamline, reha- or, um, refis for a client, and then um, even uh, move-up buyers. Right. So, you know, it was really great all around. Thank uh, God, move-up buyers. Welcome back to the market. I know. And this one was actually a really great story because – uh, she's, uh, you know, huge into equestrian riding, mm-hmm. you know, has, you know, currently boards her horse and she's paying, you pay a rental when you board your horse right? and Don't it's not it cheap. Yeah. No, I mean, not. I think it's had two to... little girls that are asking about horses. Oh so I know gosh. exactly how yeah. much it costs. Probably anywhere in between five to 600 a month just to board your horse. And, and so, you know, she was on a mission to find, you know, a nice horse property, mm-hmm. had some acreage. Uh, you know, and, and within a reasonable price for her. And, and she did actually is, you know, her and her fiance and yeah, they found this perfect house and, you know, accommodated, had already had the barn, mm-hmm. everything. The house is pretty new. It was built in 2015. So I'm taking it wasn't in downtown San Francisco. No, no, no. Real Linda. <laughs> Real Linda. Those of you that listen to Rush Limbo. Yeah. It, but again, it, it, checked all the boxes and i mean they were just ecstatic you know, that they had it had yeah. the opportunity and you know here they are kind of consolidating in a way but then upgrading their life sure so, uh, that was that was great and then another first time home buyer uh she really i started talking with her probably six months ago and at first it started out as she was going to help her parents. Uh, they were looking to sell their house and then, you know, mm-hmm. buy an, you know, another family home and she was going to co-borrow with them. Um, 
that didn't actually work out. You know, a lot of the the talks on the tax changes sure. uh, kind of scared them away from selling. But you know, had a great conversation with her and really showed her how simple it was as a first time home buyer in her situation even to to buy a house and sure. get into something. So she did. I mean, she's single, no kids. Uh, she got this great little two bedroom, you know, two bath place right. and cheaper than you know what she would pay in rent in our area. So, yeah, I mean, and I think that's, what's great about the radio. You know, we, we use our, we have our agents that we work with. We have this medium that we can reach hundreds of thousands of people through over the year. And I helped everybody last year from a homeless vet finally was living in his car, bought his first home, uh, to closing on a three and a half million dollar, uh, 12 unit in Fremont for an investor. So it kind of ran the board, and I think that's what I really like about uh, what I do is I get to meet folks from all over the spectrum, and uh, I helped, you know, I think we did, out of just listeners last month, I think we did about 18 listeners to the show that we helped buy, refinance, save money. And that's one of the things I think that, that we're getting a lot of calls of now, Jesse, is people are looking to refinance and get rid of the mortgage insurance, or, yeah. you know, in 2010... We had uh, a ton of home equity lines written, mm-hmm. and you know the first ten years of home equity line are interest only payments. And some people like that, yeah. And now a lot of those are set to adjust. People are starting to call. No, and funny that you say that because talking about Fremont, mm-hmm. it's actually one of the refis from last month. Great, great clients from living in Fremont, and I mean the equity. As far as in just in the Bay Area, uh, specifically how much your equity has gone up in the last few years, like it's it's crazy. So, uh, yeah, they were able to consolidate, you know, pay off all the credit card debts, uh, you know, other um, personal loans, uh, as well as an old second that, you know, had come back around and. Um, you know, was trying to foreclose on them, and so we were able to. to I yeah, actually when banks had, smell equity. They they you may not have heard from them in a while, but they'll come calling. Yeah, and one of the things we opened a new branch in Santa Cruz, and I just want to throw out some numbers for Santa Cruz. Um, the last November, this is the car results from November, um, up eight hundred seventy thousand median sale price, up twenty seven percent year to year. Wow, twenty seven percent. Um, so when we come back, you know, I want to give that contact information for Misha, our new branch manager over in Santa Cruz. But when we come back, we're going to continue with some of the tax cuts, how that's going to benefit you as a homeowner. Yes, it will benefit you regardless of what you heard and why you should make 2018 the last year to stop paying your landlord's mortgage. All right, folks, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Real Life Lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky mckay All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric. I'm here with Jesse. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. You know, um, I spend a lot of time in the Bay Area, Jesse, because of the show and meeting folks and making those relationships with the real estate agents down there. And one of the things that uh, I actually grew up in the East Bay, and I got to have lunch with a friend I hadn't seen for like 25 years. I've known him since junior high through high school. and We're actually roommates in college at San Diego State. And it's kind of funny. You walk in, you say hi, and you sit down and you start laughing at the same stupid jokes and same stupid stories that you picked up on. It's like you never left. No, it's nostalgic. <laughs> it's <right>? nostalgic. <laughs> so we're walking around Danville, two old OGs, trying to figure out what store used to be what. Huh. Uh, but it was fun. And Anthony, if you're listening, it was great to see you again. And uh, that is what life's all about. <laughs> I look the same, of course. Okay. But, you know, he, he 
didn't age well. <laughs> I mean, it's the same reason why I go to Disneyland. Still get, still get giddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's you know, another thing. Like, I, was, I was at Disneyland a few, right before uh, Thanksgiving, and it's like, God, it takes you back to being 10 years old again. Yeah. I love it. Um, you know, before the break, I was telling you about Santa Cruz and, you know, the median sale price, 870000 um, home sales up 26.9%. I had the uh, pleasure of speaking at a, a KW office in Santa Cruz. I think they were they were beating volume-wise and increased sales-wise almost everybody in California, including some of the larger KW branches like in Roseville and in the Bay Area and the oh, East wow. Bay. So they are killing it. Average unsold inventory, 2.2 months. Median time on market, 23 days. Let's shoot over to Alameda County. Those of you that live uh, there, median sale price $880,000, up about a half a percent year-to-year home sales. But here's the thing. 13 days average time on wow, market. Those are flying. Moving fast. Yeah. Uh, Santa Clara County, about $1.282 million median sale price. Uh, believe it or not, home sales are down for single-family residents, just about just under 8%. Uh, probably to inventory. Yeah, I probably. would say inventory because it's... Nine days on market. Nine days on market. Nine days on market. Now, if your house is sitting there 15 days on market and you're in Santa Clara County, you might be priced wrong. Yeah. Have that conversation. 1.2 months of unsold inventory. um, Moving fast. San Francisco, hottest real estate uh, market in the country year after year. Median sale price, $1.5 million, up 18.5% from last year. Sales. I mean, I think we need to put this into context of sure. how crazy that is for a single year-over-year gain. I mean, the national average you paid a million dollars for that house. You made you made one hundred eighty thousand dollars in yeah. the last twelve months. I mean, national average of home appreciation over the last thirty years mm-hmm. is four percent. I know. So it would go up eighteen point five percent. One point one month of unsold inventory, sixteen days on the market, and that's one of the pieces that I think that I know that your significant other um, fiance is a is a is a luxury home real estate agent, probably one of the best in the area in Northern California. And she's really busy. That was the last piece of our puzzle that uh, needed to recover. Yeah. I mean, you're selling, you're selling and listen, you know, everybody in the San Francisco market is always unique. It's always a trendsetter and it's different than the rest of the country, but still 180 grand. If you paid a million last year is not a bad return on your investment. No, not at all. Uh, One of the things that I wanted to touch base on tonight, Jesse is how, you know, the tax plan was finally the final, was finally finalized, the House and Senate bill. Um, we got, I want to start on that. We got a minute left. What's the number one thing homeowners need to know about the final tax bill that was, uh, that was finally signed? It's called the Tax Cut and Jobs Act. Well, one of the biggest things that a lot of people were nervous about, like Eric's saying, we already have such a, a problem with inventory mm-hmm. and lack of housing. So there was talks that they were going to um, – basically rescind the tax um, the tax uh, exemption for homeowners mm-hmm. as far as it's your primary residence you lived in there for two of the last five years right. it's capital you don't pay capital gains you know it's tax free up to 250,000 for a single individual mm-hmm. or 500,000 for a married couple um, they actually they were kept ch- that they were going to change that were gonna, to 5 out of the to eight 5 years. out of 8 years so that really scared a lot of people actually forced a lot of quick sales here in the last uh, I month I think you're right because the tax bill both the house and the other bill did call yeah. for that lengthening of that period but be aware it is it's still 2 years so yeah there are some changes that are coming up that listen up stay tuned to real life lending we'll be right back after this it's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back. 
You're listening to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Before the break, Jesse and I were covering some of the changes that we think you need to know about regarding the Tax Cuts and Job Act, the final version that was signed, I believe it was last week. Uh, before the break, we were touching base on the sale of primary residence. Have to, you know, it was proposed five of eight years you had to live there. As uh, Now it still stayed. That really didn't change. It's still two out of the last five years. You still get that exemption, $250,000 for a single person, five hundred if you're married. Uh, one of the other major changes I think everybody needs to know about is the mortgage interest deduction. Um, you can still deduct your mortgage interest on loans up to $750,000 that were taken out after December 14th. That dropped from a million dollars. You used to be able to write off um, interest up to a million dollars, which that was recently reduced. Anything purchased or mortgages purchased after 12-14 last month, you are stuck at the new 750 limit. Current loans are grandfathered in, so if you bought this year or previously, you're okay, not subject to the new cap. Um, homeowners may refinance mortgage debts up to 1214. It's too late for that. One of the things the final bill did do, Jesse, which I think is kind of important, it, it, it uh, repeals the deduction for interest paid on home equity debt through 1231-25. Now, interest is still deductible on those home equity loans or second mortgages if proceeds are used to substantially improve the residence. Okay. How so, do you prove that? Yeah, so that's the caveat. So mm-hmm. you can't write off the HELOC interest mm-hmm. unless you prove... That you used it to improve the property. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. I'd love to set a CPA's I mean, version on that. Yeah. Bottom line, HELOCs to me nowadays, they're inching up almost every, sure. every quarter with the Fed increasing the rates. So you can easily see 8% HELOC rates in, in the near term. Yeah. And those are time. all becoming amortized. You yeah. Know, 10 years after 2010, here we are. We're getting a lot of them are due. One of the things that stayed the same is um, – Interest remains deductible on second homes, but it's still subject uh, to the $1 million, $750,000 limit, so it dropped as well. Jesse, what else was affected by the uh, the new tax deal? We do have salt. Salt? And I'm not talking about salt, that? salt and pepper, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking the state and local tax deduction. So this one really hurts for your high-cost states such as California, sure. New York. Especially where tax... Yes, high state, state tax income is, is tax. very high. Uh, so basically, you're you're capped at ten thousand dollars of deductions uh, when you itemize your deductions for just property tax or local tax and state income tax. Yeah, I mean, state income tax is you know, it's not even counting sales tax. You're still probably paying here in our area. You're probably paying five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars in state taxes. Then if you buy a house for five hundred grand, you're paying six grand a year of that, so you're already over the limit. You're close, but I think the thing to look at is really the the specific scenario. If you're uh, a single individual, the standard deduction is still only I think they increased it to like twelve thousand, a little over twelve thousand mm-hmm. for a single individual. Um, but you know, if you're in the Bay Area, for example, you still have a you know a large amount of interest you're paying in a year. Right. So you get to let's say it's 20 grand that you paid in interest over the last year that you get to deduct and you still get to take another 10,000. So you're still at 30,000, which is much more than the standard deduction is of 12,000. Right. So it does. Yes. It does. It pinch, you know, 
people that were really making out big with that, you know, are single, own the house, have great income, get to write off all of that, you know. Sorry, so. folks, all of us that live on the coast. Yeah. This is our problem. Yeah. Um, one of the things I want to note on that, the, that SALT, uh, the state and local tax issue, both the, the House and Senate bills, when they first came out, was going to do away with all those deductions. So they were going to wipe them off the books. Luckily, I think uh, National Association of Realtors and uh, Mortgage Makers Association kind of rallied for that. Jesse mentioned earlier standard deduction. By no means are we CPAs. We're not tax advisors. Just want to throw out some facts that, that have come across some of our trades regarding some of the homeowner issues. Standard deduction, Jesse mentioned, went from 12000 to 24000 for joint returns. Um, and one of the things we talked about last month was the mortgage MCCs. Yeah, we had you know all, all almost like this freeze though you know yeah. the MCC which is a great program. Tell everybody for, what that is. So what it is, it's it's a tax credit uh, for first time home buyers, and the difference from having say an interest deduction. Well, that's a tax deduction. Mm-hmm. This is a straight. A mortgage credit certificate. So the federal uh, government recognizes it, the IRS recognizes it, and actually give you 20% tax credit mm-hmm. uh, based on the interest that you pay. And it was great to use in case debt to income ratios were too high. Yeah. You could actually, we could underwrite off that credit, mm-hmm. which we, would put people yeah. you know, sometimes over the goal line. They look at it as extra income you have every month. And we got so. noticed that those stopped. And I remember one of the deals that you had. We had yeah. a close by that day. I or had, it was done. Or it was no. The guy wasn't buying that house. Yeah, one of the <laughs> last ones. And so we'll revisit that. So it's good news that that didn't disappear. So those are now available, uh, mortgage credit certificates. Um, anything else that most noting? Like kind exchanges, one of the things I think is a great win for uh, real estate investors, the 1031 exchange for like and kind exchange for real property. You know, this was going to be taken off the books um, from both the House and the Senate um, when this originally came out. So... You know, those of you that invest and want to want to cash out and buy something else of equal or, or larger value, that that exemption and that like kind exchanges still exist. That was huge for commercial real estate. Yeah, and kind of along the same lines when it comes to real estate investments and investors, uh, they did allow um, they changed the rules on depreciation. So this gets into some complicated stuff mm-hmm. uh, dealing with you know if you bought a property, they you know you can depreciate cabinets, um, you know, other rehab costs and things that you did that don't, aren't really impacting the structure, like the framing or that, but mm-hmm. uh, flooring, cabinets, all these things that you, so can, you can depreciate the improvements, depreciate the improvements, like, you know, have a bonus depreciation where in that first year that you bought the house or bought the property, accelerated so, depreciation. One of the things I think you should, all the listeners should take from this conversation is, look, talk to your CPA, yeah. find out exactly how this is going to affect you and your uh, your property uh, profile on every the property that you own because you might get some pleasant surprises. You might go the other direction, but don't believe all the hype. We will all survive. Yeah. All right, folks, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Real Life Lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric Olofsky. I'm here with Jesse Heineman. Jesse, before we get on to anything further, I want to remind everybody, how does somebody get a hold of you? Because yeah, uh, you're an experienced investor. You know both sides of the game. If somebody wants to work with you, how do they get a hold of you? Well, one of the easiest ways on Facebook, you just find me at Essex Jesse's. That's just E-S-S-E-X-J-E-S-S-E. Cool. Uh, also, you can reach me at 916-934-3457. Uh, I'm available 24-7 for my clients. So Yeah, I think that's that's what's really important. And, you know, we whether we're located in the Bay Area, we're, we're always down or we're always around. And we know both markets really well. We're both from the Bay Area. Uh, and it, it's just continuously 
educating everybody. And if you have, you know, one of the things I like to tell everybody, especially listeners, my two cents is always free. So if you're thinking about buying a property and you're looking, especially on a commercial side of it, it's one of the things that I really like to do is dig into the numbers. I can create all these cool pie charts with profit analysis and return on investment and all those cool things. But more importantly, I can give you the experience and the knowledge of making the biggest mistakes before you do. <laughs> Learn from some of the dumbest things you could do because believe it, I've made them as an investor. I don't know about you, Jesse, but you know, pick our brains because you know what? We've, we've had some great success and we've had some really, really not so good things happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so give us a call. One of the things you can do is you can reach me on the text line at 916-806-0606 anytime, me directly. Um, one of the things we talked about earlier in the show is, is you know, we hear a lot of t- a lot of things, Jesse, when we're meeting somebody at first or we're talking to somebody and we're saying, ah, you know, I just can't buy. I'm not ready. And they give a list of reasons why. One of the biggest things is I don't make enough money. How would you, how would you respond to that? Well, obviously, we would take a look at what sure. the, you know a lot of people look at well here's my take home pay well no we don't we don't ding you for deductions right. or maybe you want to max out your retirement account or maybe you're on a higher tax bracket or you know maybe you have your brother or sister or aunt uncle or somebody that could be a non-occupied cobar even even maybe you don't report enough income yeah. you know that's one of the other things i hear a lot yeah. if you're a self-employed borrower you know your cpa's job is to make sure you don't I have a lot of clients self-employed and, you know, I coach them right before, you know, they're getting ready to, to do their taxes sure. and I'll even as far as get, you know, kind of in the loop with the accountant uh, to find a nice middle ground. Right. So if they know they're going to be buying a property or getting a loan. You, you, you know, you Work can't, with us. We'll, you we'll can't have your out. cake and eat it too. Yeah. You got to find a nice middle ground that unfortunately, you know, you know I got to pay. You got to pay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, one of the things the other next heard another objection we get is I don't have any down payment, especially in the Bay area. We know it's hard to save, um, you know, 50, 60, 80, 120,000 for a 10% down payment. We get that. There are programs out there that are available. We have grants. We have, uh, uh, you can, we have programs with that allow you to buy up to 104% of the purchase price to cover down payment and closing costs. Uh, we'll tell you how to look for a gift, how to how to move money accordingly and correct because there's a right way and a wrong way to gift. It's just a way to start. Yeah. Start yeah. the process. Even if you're buying from family or a relative, you know, there is the gift of equity as well. Right. Yeah. Credit. Everybody says my credit sucks. I can't buy today. One of the things that we'll do is we'll tell you again, find out where our starting point is. Uh, we'll run a scenario as, all right, this is what you need to do. That Believe it or not, there are programs that you can buy a home with a 600 or a 580 FICO score. doesn't mean you should, but maybe you had some economic things happen years back. You just haven't corrected. Uh, so those are things we can take a look at, you know, whether you're going through an economic event like a divorce or something. These are things, just bounce ideas. I have listeners' files on my desk that are two years old that we're still working to get done. You know, just give us a call. Hey, Jesse, how does somebody get a hold of you again? Again, you can find me on Facebook. It's just Essex Jesse. That's E S S E X J E S S E. Or you can reach out to me on my cell phone at 916 934 3457. All right, folks. Happy New Year. It's great to be back. Give me a call, 925 203 5808. We'd love to hear from you or jump at reallifelending.com. We'll see you next week. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky McKay. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.